Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast, a weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. And the nominees are interesting, confusing, in certain cases enraging, depending on your leanings on the internet. But we'll get to that. Um, in all of our exhaustion and puzzlement and excitement, we're recording the post-nominations edition of the podcast. Um, mere hours after the nominations were announced, though it feels like a lifetime ago, because did I pick a night not to be able to sleep? Um, speaking of not being able to sleep, Steve, how are you, how are you doing? I'm still asleep, I think. We, this is a dream, right? I mean, I mean, am I floating past you? Uh, no, no. Ah, you might have woken up. You. Right. What was that? Oh, well, what was it, Miles? Uh, Wait, guys, did something happen this morning? Oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, you're, you're prepared to talk Razzies. I forgot. Oh, crap. I thought we were doing a bit. Yeah, no. Uh, though, credit to Miles for proposing the, the half-serious idea of we should see how long we could go before we talked about the Oscars on this episode. And, like, do a deep dive on, like, the Razzies. But that would also give too much attention to the Razzies. Yeah, they don't. They don't deserve it. They were. They were. I w- the one glance I gave them. They weren't even as bad as you would think, except for the Affleck thing, and that's just unforgivably lazy. Which means they didn't watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. It's like one of Affleck's best performances in years. It's it's outrageous. That and they gave Bruce it, Willis his own category for eight movies that like definitely nobody has heard of or watched. Yeah. <clears throat> and like that's 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 the problem like sure those are i'm sure bad movies and it's at at best they're lazy because there's those ones where he's probably sitting for most of them if there's a lot of behind shots he's not there it's shot in romania or bulgaria he got paid a million dollars for three days of work but like is that really where you go with your worst of the year when you could be talking about you know like Roe versus wade in my case like an actually like dangerous movie or you know the like straight up inept but that's not their thing and also you know they don't court actual controversy they court bullshit controversy so like they would never touch rovers away with henford pole when there's always a tyler perry something they can go after or whatever adam sandler came out with that year yeah i i still am shocked they didn't go for uncut gems just because he was there to truly prove they don't watch the movies but let's not give them any time and I want to say almost entirely positive here because I put something on Twitter earlier that I, I do mean. Like, I saw a handful of people, and I won't name names because why would you? But, you know, people who I expect better from. But a lot of people just sort of dunking on, on things that didn't get nominated. And I don't get that. Like, what serves the purpose? Like, this is, like, especially, you know, most people are not on the on the internet, especially in the industry who are watching. But, like... Let's say you're Nicolas Cage. Miles, you've kind of been Nicolas Cage before. Why, yes, I have. Yeah. He's back. And, you you know, I don't think he's expecting to get nominated for Pig. But, you know, Hope Springs Eternal, I'm sure, you know, there's like, you wake up in the morning with that vague, like, I wonder if it's going to happen. And you don't get nominated, and it's fine. You know, you go about your life. But if you happen to pop on the internet and Twitter and you just see someone like, ah, fuck them, and all that shit, like... Why would you just, like, not ruin someone's day, but make someone feel like shit for a minute? It just, it's not my vibe. Well, just, um, there's no reason to put that negativity out into the world. 
Yeah, when what you're probably more upset about is something else that didn't get nominated, so you wouldn't want that to happen for your film or performance. Or, conversely, you're just excited something else got in, and you're never, you don't know that it's a binary choice. Like, you know, I, I'm sure there are people who will say that, oh, Nightmare Alley or Drive My Car got in at the expense of being the Ricardos or Spider-Man or um, Tick, Tick, Boom, but you don't know. For all we know, and it's not true, but for all we know, Power of the Dog is 10. It's not, because we can do math, but you'll never know for a thousand percent sure. So I had, I had sort of just wanted people to remember, like, don't gloat, like, celebrate what got nominated, and if something didn't get nominated that you thought was deserving, like, mention it. Like, today's a great day to be like, fucking Red Rocket is still a great movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe someone will check it out, because they're annoyed at something else. Um but because I want to get that out of our system, everyone gets one moment. So um, I know who Miles is going to talk about. But Steve, you can go first. You can you can get one, like, satisfy that they weren't cited thing, if you'd like satisfy to Satisfy that they weren't? Yeah, like, didn't get nominated. Like, I don't want yeah. that as the theme. But if there's one that you're just like, eh, I'm glad that didn't happen, you can you can mention it. If you don't have one, even better. No, I don't really have one. I, I have films that, that were nominated that I was like, eh. Really? What's but I don't... But, you know, if you didn't make it, hey, you know what? You didn't win today, so I'm so, sorry for you. Yeah. I, I Even, like, the even the, the films that I'm, like... There, there's a couple that stand out, like, really? But, hey, you know what? Someone That's is going... Cool. Someone is having the day of their life. Enjoy it. That's why I'm, like, I don't... I agree. Don't spread... Don't spread... Uh, some people are angry, and I'm, like, angry about yeah, like, what? I don't, I don't Did you... That. Is it, like, Was it your wife, your husband your son your daughter that that got uh quote-unquote snubbed if not shut up and just you know move on well it's and it's weird target so like yeah i don't you know i'm the least of most when it comes to drive my car but who cares it got nominated great it's a it's an overt good thing that that sort of small like almost entirely like critics and the film going public on a small scale got that nominated like who cares that that got mm-hmm. in at the expense of, you know, being the Ricardos? A movie I like, but, like, would be one of a lot of movies of that ilk that got nominated. And that movie did fine still. Like, Aaron Sorgan has an Oscar. He has several nominations. I'm sure if you asked him, would he rather, you know, three of his four main actors get in or him get another nomination? He would probably say the actors because he's not an asshole. Despite, you know, what some people Well, say. I know Miles and I uh, differ on our number one, probably maybe number one, number two. And... I'm not angry that his made it in and maybe my 10 didn't. I'm happy that, you know, Miles gets to celebrate today. Two uh, two of his top films of the year get to, are, are there and you get to, you know, spend the next three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, uh, enjoying all the energy and all the activity that goes around celebrating those films. So congratulations. The, the weirdest one to me is, and I get that people don't like it, is the don't look up hatred. Like, mm-hmm. sure, you can hate it if you want, but like... The the people who have the biggest knives out for it, no pun intended, are almost entirely people who are also celebrating the power of the dog and the lost daughter and and tick tick boom like Netflix films. So like, why would you why would you begrudge them having another successful thing that will probably only result in more of the thing you like mm-hmm. as opposed to less? So that's 
that's weird. I, but I didn't um, hate that film, and that's one of the things that I always like. I'm actually going to go back. No, I, I, I like it. to review all the ten nominees. That's one that I had not reviewed in the past, and I'm going to go back and rewatch it. But you know, I I had a good time. It, it struck up some emotion. I thought there's you know there's plenty there to enjoy. Is it a top ten film of the year? Not not in my book, but obviously, it worked for some voters. So uh, oh yeah, well move that's, on. I think that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize what is being voted on. It's not necessarily just the best of the year because of course it wouldn't be. Like that would be that would be closer to that New York Times thing that made Paul Walter Hauser go insane. Mm-hmm. You know, like those are probably like the best made films of the year. Are they the films I like best? Of course not. But you know, no one's going to argue that a drive my car isn't probably a or almost a, almost entirely a better made film than a don't look up, but Miles in your extended family, which film is more likely to be watched and enjoyed? Not you, your entire family. Between uh, Don't Look Up and uh, Drive My Car? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess Don't Look Up, although I think my family wasn't even interested. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know what I mean? Like, but no, no out of the two, they're not going to watch a three-hour Japanese film about grief, no. <laughs> exactly. Whereas they're like, oh, some movie about how like Republicans are going to fuck us up. Yeah, I got it. All right. Maybe I want to watch it. Maybe I don't. I've but, like, heard of some of the people in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Or or like, oh, Belfast. I've heard that's lovely. As opposed to like, yeah. you want to watch The Lost Daughter about a bad mom? They're like, no, that sounds terrible. It's, Is it it's funny? The toughest, like, no, it's depressing. It's the toughest time of the year because my parents like got me into Oscar type movies and watching all that stuff. And now, like, the kind of movies that are getting nominated, like, they kind of hate. So I always yeah. have to be so strategic every year. It's like, hey, what's getting nominated? Well, this, this, and this. Would we like any of them? Probably not. Uh, try this one. <laughs> it was funny to hear your, your dad, like, sort of talk about how much you guys like movies. And I'm like, I would be very curious to see your take on some of the things we're discussing. Because I feel like there's a point at which we lose you. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's like, so like my brothers will try and listen to the podcast sometimes. And like, I think uh, uh, John, my one brother, I listened to our um, sort of recap after the ceremony last year. He's like, I listened to two hours of that and I didn't understand a single word you guys were talking about. <laughs> I mean, having had a long conversation with your brothers at the wedding, I believe it. Uh, most of it was about um, Eternals when I sat down. I was like, oh, this is what we're talking about. All right. I have a lot of. I I was, it was of, it was fresh in mind for them. I have totally. plenty of friends who I like go check out the site, listen to the podcasts, and they go, "Yeah, I tried. It's just not for me." It's like you know, you're talking a, a, a different language. And I'm like, you know, there is, there's a lot in there, but you have to sometimes you have to pick through it. But even if you if you don't know the context, if you don't well, if you don't know a, a Belfast reference, well, then there's full conversations that go that are like a, a third language for you. A fifth language for you. Right. Well, keep keep that in mind, not knowing the context, because what I'm going to bring up is entirely about that. But, Miles, this is your – I'll give you, like, 30 seconds to have your fun. Okay. Go. Uh, Jared Leto did not get an Oscar nomination for the worst performance I have ever seen that's been under serious awards consideration. He got a Razzie nomination, which was the one thing the Razzies got right this year. And I'm very glad that a performance of that caliber of awfulness did not get rewarded. And frankly, I'm kind of glad Lady Gaga didn't get in. I like her fine, but it's not a good performance. But I know somebody else has stronger feelings about that than I do. 
or Thank you for any, teaming that any, up for me. Or any, stronger feelings than any human should reasonably have about this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, for the sake so. of not being punished by them online, let's call her Edel Agag. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, a, a person on the internet had a very strong opinion I want to bring up for a minute because um, we've talked about this before, but there there are certain performers or there are certain acting years or just films that bring in people who I don't think generally pay attention to this. And on the one hand, lovely. Great to have more people. Big 10. Come on, you're all invited. On the other hand, I think back to like the Call Me By Your Name year where the uh, Timothy Chalamet fans were saying you were, you were homophobic for not nominating the straight man playing a gay man, um, but not understanding how the process worked in the slightest, um, or not predicting them to win when they were nominated, and so on and so forth. On the flip side, there were other fandoms that are lovely, like the Kristen Stewart fans are largely very nice. This has nothing to do with her, just what I've noticed. They're very like, oh, cool, thank you for liking the film. Or, like, if you don't like it, hopefully next time. The Belfast fans seem very nice. Like, there's a different vibe. And I'm sure most of the Gaga fans are not insane. But there are definitely insane ones. And and one of them had a... Uh, I'm going to go with a lukewarm reaction to the news. Um, so I'm going to... I'm not going to say who they are. Because why would they? But I'm going to read some, some quoted tweets. Um, they start by quote tweeting above the, like... Academy's tweet about the uh, best actress role and the rest of them all include uh, mostly all caps and pictures of Lady Gaga in the film. So, uh, Steve, have you heard these or is this going to be news to you? This is going to be news to me. Oh, excellent. Uh, Miles knows some of them, but he'll still enjoy it. All right. So this person says, I have never been so angry in my life. This is one of the biggest injustices in film and entertainment history. Every person in the academy deserves to be in a concentration camp. Wow. My God. We need the. What is wrong? Oh, they're not done. We need the names of every person who did not vote for Lady Gaga. We need justice. So, fundamental misunderstanding of what goes on here. But. Or what um, merits a concentration camp? I mean, yeah. So, 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 keep in mind, I'm going to assume this is a younger human being. Because I can't, I can't rationalize being allowed out in public and being an adult and having these strong opinions about them. It's like, no one should have a stronger opinion about this stuff than me. Like, it's literally my, my like, livelihood at this point in my life. And I got to tell you, I, 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 w- I enjoyed some of the things. And then I, frankly, was like, all right, what's for lunch? Like, I, the ability to move on. Like, there was a year, I remember... I think it was the year that Town didn't get nominated. That was also Blue Valentine that year, I think, right? That sounds right. That's Yeah, yeah. Um, and neither of them got into picture. And I remember um, Clayton calling me and be like, well, how do you feel about it? And I was like, I used to get, like, annoyed. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, and I just remember being like, all right. Like, uh, what am I going to do? Like, I can, be an- I can be annoyed about this or I can not be annoyed about this. And every other element of this stays exactly the fucking same. And I got to tell you, I recommend it. That doesn't mean don't be passionate about things. Like, you know, I think I'm a very good advocate for the things I like, but also pretty good at, like, shutting up about what I don't like. Um, This person did not. Because they follow up with, I seriously want to jump off something. This is the biggest injustice since segregation. (laughs) I I am so angry. I have no words to describe my despair. Lady Gaga transformed herself in House of Gucci. 
and achieved more than any other actress did in the past 20 years. The Lord has failed us. <laughs> so there's a few things there. More than any uh, other actress in the past 20 years. I mean, I really would love to show this person like a couple of pictures and be like, can you identify this actress? And just show like Charlize Theron in Monster. Meryl I mean, Streep and half of her nominations. I mean, even just like little ones. It's like, I, 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 know, I understand you love the performance and that's fine. Like no one is begrudging that part. I think that's the best part is like, of course you can't talk to this person. They would be unreasonable. But you would want to be like, no one is saying don't love this performance or her or like whatever, but understand what you're talking about. It would be like me complaining that the Jets didn't win the Super Bowl on Sunday. <laughs> They're not playing. Like, it's just not how the rules work. Like, you just have to understand that. Um, so they, they take a different turn now. So we went with, like, gross hyperbole and, like, tweets that should probably get them suspended to uh, the Academy. The Oscars will have their lowest ratings ever. Everyone, capital, so you guys know this too. Everyone knows that Lady Gaga and House of Gucci was the artistic and cinematic achievement of the year. Oh, brother. Everyone knows she was the best actress. The Academy Awards are corrupt, ageist, and homophobic. They will be taken down. Remember um, remember a couple weeks ago on this podcast where I called House of Gucci a time thief? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also... This is when I'm like, they are not paying attention to the other nominees, right? Like Ariana DeBose, Kristen Stewart. Like these are these are openly bisexual or or gay individuals who are nominated for awards. Like this is they are the Academy has ageist and homophobic tendencies. Not uh, not represented. Hold yet. on, here's my question: Are they ageist because they don't like young actors like Jared Leto? Uh, Lady <laughs> yeah, Gaga, I know. What or a Adam weird Driver, stance or, to take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is it the director they don't like? And I'm like, Ew. I mean, they'll they'll come back to this one, so we'll we'll put a pin in that because they there's a new tactic. So you know, salt the earth is coming now. So they then quote tweet from someone saying Beyonce is officially an Oscar nominee, which like cool, whatever. Um, again, if you're happy about that, great. If you're not happy about that, why does it matter? Um, they say, I refuse to live in a world where has been, but Bane, like Beyonce, is an Oscar nominee while the greatest actress of our generation, Lady Gaga, has been snubbed. Um, mind you, she is a two-time nominee and one-time winner, but sure, details. Um, Lady Gaga has been snubbed, humiliated, mocked, and dragged through the mud. This is a disgrace to the film industry. Hashtag Hasaguchi. Hashtag Ivy Park. I don't know what that is. Hashtag time to take out the trash. Um, is this so, is this like a Donald Trump account? I mean... <laughs> is Donald I, Trump I, like a really big Lady Gaga stan? Because that's what this is starting to sound like. <laughs> I mean, remember when he went after Parasite? Yes. Ooh. Vividly. Who could watch that? I wonder what he thinks of Drive My Car. I'm sure he has no opinion whatsoever on Drive My Car. How far do you think he would get until he fell asleep? I don't think he would make it through, like, the logos at the beginning. You know, I don't even know if he would get to the title title, uh, card. That would be pretty... I mean, there are definitely... There are sane people who didn't get to the title card. Um, Wait, you mean the 45 minutes in? Yeah, yeah. What what an ask, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um so they continue. <clears throat> this is the biggest tragedy since Hillary losing. So maybe not. It's probably not Trump. <laughs> um, oh, he's trying to cover I, his tracks. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my god, he is a criminal genius. I bow down to pray that this is just a bad dream. We have to live in a world with a corrupt The Academy, knowing that the film industry is trying to sabotage a young actress to uplift fossils. This is ageism. So there, they've, they've clarified. It's about all these old actresses, like Kristen Stewart, who are getting nominated and stealing the work of these, you know, young actresses like Lady Gaga. Well, and everyone knows that not getting an Oscar nomination is a form of sabotage. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, listen, I think, I think it, we have to have an investigation. Everybody knows. Uh, people in the film industry are purposely sabotaging Lady Gaga. It's not, it's not a capitals anymore, so maybe they're calming down. Many people are upset. Uh, many people. Oh, my God, it is Trump. Mm. Many people are upset that a bisexual pop star has had more acclaim and made more money than most actresses. Hollywood is trying to oppress her so they can uplift generic actresses who play by the rules, like noted actress Kristen Stewart who said, I don't give a shit about awards and was pegged to have not gotten nominated because of that. Rule player. I know. Um... God, Kristen Stewart, step out of line for once in your life. I know, Jesus. If she would stop just in, was this nine Twilight movies she's made? If she would just make a movie with like a, an art house director. And while she's at it, she should probably tell Robert Pattinson to like fucking make some risky choices too, because otherwise this person is coming for them. Uh, the math ain't mathing, which, God, that's a sentence. If Lady Gaga gets nominated for every award except the Oscar, which I really want to be a like, child. Let me explain the precursors to you. The Academy is sabotaging and oppressing her on purpose because, wait for this, she is too eccentric and too much of an activist. They would rather uplift actresses who stayed silent on Harvey Weinstein. Hashtag me too. There's, this is just a There's part. so much wrong with that. I also love, you know, they, they hate activism. Best picture nominee, don't look up. Well, yeah, they hate activists. That's why Leonardo DiCaprio has never been nominated. Yep. And, uh, you know, Michael Moore notoriously never hasn't doesn't have an Oscar. Um, you know, the travel ban resulted in Eskahar Farhadi not even being nominated. All of this means nothing to this person, I'm sure, which is the best part. Um, finally, no actress nominated for an Oscar this year had a scene more moving and authentic than this. The Academy is trying to punish and oppress Lady Gaga for daring to push the limits of her craft. Uh, this is uh, quoted with the scene in which she tells um, Adam Driver's new girlfriend, like, get out of the house after he's been murdered. Spoilers for a movie that we already have seen. That, yeah. That's not so, even, like, one of her big scenes. It's an actively, like, mediocre scene. And, like, I don't think she's bad in the movie. I think she's wildly uneven in the movie. I think there are times where she's very, very good. And it's, it's, times where it's she's a, playing Russian. It's a fits and bursts performance. There are moments that absolutely work, but they're just, they're too inconsistent for it to add up to an effective performance. Totally. And it's never, like, not watchable. It's never not an interesting performance. Like, well, this is a person who, I mean, I think it's always interesting. Not always in the way you, like, hope a good movie would be. But I think, like, when it's ridiculous and not good, like, there's still something there that made me go, like, all right, I want to – I'm not checked out yet. But, yeah, there there are plenty of other – there are other scenes in that movie she could show if she wanted to be like, look at how good she is in this movie. Like, that wouldn't have been her Oscar clip. I mean, the Oscar probably, probably would have been Father, Son, and the House of Gucci, which is also terrible. But, People, people love that. But that was a long-winded way of being of saying, don't be that person. Um, 
But I think most people on the site are not, though I can't wait for the inevitable like parody of it that we get in a comment on the site, which I am totally here for. Um, what, one last thing uh, on House of Gucci yes. before... We, before we, we never speak of it again? Before we shift to positivity. It is... I think it's pretty funny, you know, acting nominations notwithstanding. It only got the nomination for makeup, which, ugh, but whatever. But I do think it's kind of funny that it missed on costume design. That's kind of embarrassing totally. for a movie about Gucci. Yeah, which was like, I would say my early frontrunner to win. Which, some of that might have been me just being like, I don't know that there's a ton of, like, generic costume movies that we normally can sift through. So I have to start thinking, like, Cruella is probably going to win. But also, that, like, six months ago didn't seem like the movie that would be the the walkaway in the category. In, like, a good way. And, like, the, oh, that's kind of like, uh, it fits what they like, but in a, in a different package than we would normally see. Right. Yeah. I mean, Steve, I know you like it more than more than we do also. Oh, I like Cruella. I do d- definitely yeah. check out my... I don't know if I ever talked about it on the podcast, but I, I really enjoyed Cruella. Well, there you yeah, go. good. I, I'd uh, like to hear more about that. Uh, my my interview with uh, Jenny... Uh, is it Beaven, I believe it's pronounced? Uh, cut, I believe so, Should yeah. be out Evan next... Uh, probably early next week, so... Uh, Which... It's, um, when you look back and you watch that film, uh, scene by scene... It, it it definitely deserves to be up there. There's a few others though that I was kind of. That's one of the categories I was a little disappointed in. I'm like, where's uh, so and so? But oh well, yeah, that happens. Totally. Um, and while we go, when we go over this, um, I'll mention where I where I think we have interviews with them. We did. We once again had a good year oh, yeah. of like talking to the interviewed people. Um, side note, um, quickly, um, I got ninety out of like was it 120 or something like that. Yeah, Miles, you got what? Eighty. All right. Well, you're fired. Uh, Steve, how'd you uh, do? I get 76, but I didn't do any of the short categories. So, <laughs> Miles, did you do the shorts? I did. They didn't help me much, but you know. Steve, would you? Do you think you would have gotten four in the shorts? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even know because I don't look at them until, until, uh, until this point because I, I don't have access yeah, to I, them. I'm not watching, so I, mean, I can't uh, really give an educated uh, decision. I so the way I normally do it is when I have access to them, I will watch them. Sometimes the problem is if I only have access to one of the categories or two, where I don't have a complete thing, I tend not to engage because one, it's hard to pick even even in that scenario, and two, I feel like it, it messes with your predictions in a way if you're if you're working on like an uneven sort of platform. So I, I just sort of went in blind. I actually switched things out this morning before uh, predict nominations because I'm a crazy person and I couldn't resist. And I think I got like one more out of it. So it didn't make any difference. But um, I think I was at like prior to my switches, I may have been at like 88. So still fine. A little bit worse than last year. I think I did slightly better last year, but also like, you know, um, I had to think, let me count. Uh, I did um, better last year for sure. I I, th- I think I, I had one one category that I got all five, which I was like, I had four. Me? Wow, I had four categories. Wow. Um, two of one. them were below the line, which is very very rare. Like the below the line ones are tough. Um, so here, let's go through. I'm gonna go in the order that they announced, just because that's the list I have handy. Um, supporting actress. Starting off with just like Jesse Buckley, right off the bat, you're like, okay, this is gonna go differently than we thought. She was my six, though. That was the thing. She was. If we had two more weeks, I think I would have predicted her at a certain point. I don't know who I would have taken out. So, like, I can't 
get any bragging rights, but like we talked about it being like, oh, she's she's rising. And I and I talked to a voter over the weekend who was, I don't think, a huge fan of that movie, but was a huge backer of her. So that was uh, that was, uh, you know, there were hints, but you never know if like hints mean they're going to come in seventh or third or 12th yeah. so you can't really go well i had matt so jesse matlin Bunch. is my is mm-hmm. my fifth and that was more a little hard over over mine but true you know oh well 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 that's why like i said it's all about telling a story if you're predicting something to overperform you have to yep. go on yeah, a limb exactly. if you're predicting something to underperform you have to find a place for it to underperform and that's that's the hardest one um because it's very hard to predict a snub it's very easy to predict the the math you know, and that's what most of us do. And it's not the hardest thing in the world to get some of the surprises because you – like when we go through this list, there really isn't one that it was impossible to know. But like here. So Jesse Buckley, you oh, just uh, needed real, more. Real quick with Jesse uh, Buckley. Uh, yeah, so she was like my eight. I didn't necessarily think she would get in. But I will say she was the one that was sort of on the periphery that I was most hoping would get in because totally. that, is, that I mean, is an outstanding performance. Mm-hmm. I think part of it was – and Dowd getting that BAFTA nomination, I think, made you think, like, could she be, like, the last minute, like, slips in? And had Ann Dowd not gotten nominated and I just would have discarded her as, like, okay, it didn't happen, I think I would have spent a lot more time on Jesse Buckley. As, like, if there's someone not on this list who's going to break through, like, a kind of, like, it seems like solid five, who would it be? I feel like she would have been the one that made the most sense. But, again, like, this is... Hindsight is 2020, but also, you know, in a couple days, my uh, my my predictions are going to update just to the nominated five, and you'll never know where I had her. So, haha. Um, other nominees: Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. We assume she's the front runner. She stays the front runner. Judy Dench, Belfast. Um, that was a choice. Yeah, she's great in the movie, but also. Well, that, t- talking about ones that are hard to predict. Yeah, like, you can't. How would you one. have like her getting in and Balf not getting in? Like, yeah, you could go on both, but I you can never. I don't think. I I think if you would have done that, you would have been just cheating somehow. You would have known. Like, there's no way to know. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog, Anjou Ellis, King Richard, um, Ruth Nega is the snub here, along with Balf. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, passing gets shut out, which. Um, a shame in in one sense. I'm not a huge fan of the movie, but like it's definitely a movie that I could see being nominated for certain things. The acting is great, um, but also, you know, a harder movie for the Academy, I think. And at a certain point, there is that like how many Netflix movies are you going to watch without seeming like you're a Netflix booster? And I think there is a little bit of that sometimes. Like a voter who loves The Power of the Dog and The Lost Daughter and Tick, Tick, Boom and Don't Look Up is like, well, I got to have something that's not theirs here. And sometimes that can just be, you know, the numbers game hurts you. But yeah, I think uh, Balf and uh, Ruth Negger are the two main misses that, like, we thought was going to happen or potentially was going to happen. Yep. Costume design. Uh, by the way, um, we had a Balf interview and a Dowd interview. So, whoops. Um, and Martha Plimpton. So, like, and. Um, several other people who were like in the conversation so we didn't we didn't hit one there but you know uh costume design we had Cruella Jenny Beaven Cyrano Dune Nightmare Alley West Side Story which we just had an interview post on the site um I think I got all five here I got four out of five ironically I was predicting Gucci to get in so I missed Nightmare Alley for that shame 
I'm sorry. I but Nightmare Alley was like my six, so it was. Or like maybe I didn't. I don't. Right on the cusp. Po- I don't actually. I don't think this was one of my the ones I got all five and all that thought. We'll come back to that. All right. So yeah, that was costume design. I was wrong. Um, adapted screenplay, which we're not up to yet, is the one I one of the ones I got all five in. I did too. That's yeah. that's the that only one, one I got all five is adapted. I will try to figure out which ones as we carry on because I marked them without saying which category. So that'll be fun. Um, best sound, Belfast. That was a surprising one. Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. I got, I just missed on um, Belfast because who would have picked that one? Yeah, it was my six. It was right on, I was right on the cusp for me. Oh yeah, I had it at six or seven because like it's a best picture nominee. I always put those things, you know, high up. But like, I don't remember what I had because I just, I'm not looking at that many tabs at once. I'll, I'll go insane. But it was um, unusual to some degree. I'll, uh, I'll tell you, I, I, had, uh, I had Tick, Tick, Boom and Last Night in Soho getting in instead of uh, Belfast and No Time to Die. Oh, you know what I think I had? I probably had Spider-Man. I had Spider-Man in there as well, yep. Spider-Man yeah. was in my 10. Belfast was my I mean, six, folks, but... refer to uh, last week's episode, even though I did tinker since then, but like mostly the same. Original score, Don't Look Up, Nicholas Bertel. There's an interview with him on the site. Dune. Hans Zimmer, there's an interview with him on the site. Encanto, Jermaine Franco, Parallel Mothers, Alberto Iglesias, Power of the Dog, Johnny Greenwood. I got four. I missed Parallel Mothers. I did really bad on this one for some reason. Same. The only ones I got were Dune and Power of the Dog. Same here. Um, I had Don't Look Up and Encanto like on the periphery. Parallel Mothers was not on my radar at all, and that's probably because I still haven't seen it, so I can't speak to the score. I mean, I had it at six, and I just... I, I really thought about it, and I know that sounds like bullshit a day, late, a day later and a dollar short, but I like to explain myself. Um, I just, because I didn't predict Penelope Cruz, which we'll get to later, I, I didn't feel like I could give it a sort of, like, peripheral nomination. I felt like they were hand in hand, and I, I didn't go hand in hand. So Yeah, this is, Shame this on is me. one of my worst known. categories as well. I had French Dispatch. I had Spencer, Same. even though I'm like... It, nothing was saying Spencer late on the late in the season, but it was such a great score. Yeah. And uh, I mean and the that, Green that Knight was, was another one. So I I I did not have Spencer anymore just because I knew it wasn't yeah. happening. But yeah, that is my favorite score of the year. Um, I had I had um, yeah I had Sp- French Dispatch as well. I had Spencer and French Dispatch. Spencer I, we've talked about it before, but out of the two Johnny Greenwood scores, that's the one I like better. Um, Agreed. And then I had Tragedy of Macbeth mainly because I'm a Carter Burwell stan. There you go. Um, French Dispatch, which, not to spoil some other things, but uh, Gusek, one of the shutout films on the night, on the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a bummer. Yeah, which, again, it's a bummer, but I th- think we were talking about this off air, but I, I said to Miles, like, you know, I don't love the film, so, like, I'm not losing sleep over it. But, like, even if you like are upset about that, you can take solace in, like, the people who were nom- would have been nominated are all former nominees and potential winners and in those categories, you can at least make the case that the person who replaced them is a first-timer. Oh, and no, for sure. I mean, the exception being Jeffrey Wright, but he was a long shot anyway. Yeah, yeah. He, but, yeah. I mean, of of the, like... Of the tech you know, stuff, sc- absolutely. Yeah, if yeah. you were thinking, like, score cinematography, like, they they certainly, you know, are are not going anywhere either. You know, there's two more movies in the work. There's, there's two more movies, like, maybe in the can and another one being made. Like, you'll have plenty of Wes Anderson. For sure. Yeah. Adapted screenplay where I did go five out of five. Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Order, Power of the Dog. 
Man, Joey, you and I are probably feeling pretty good about boosting up Drive My Car at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that I, and I kind of like that, like, you can hear the evolution of that, of, like, a couple weeks ago being like, I'm really close. I think I'm going to do it. And then it happened. Hey, I did and it. And then it paid yeah. off. Yeah. But, like, I mean, that was... but that's the, the fascinating thing. Like, it could have just as easily been Tragedy and Macbeth or The Lost Daughter or something else that was, like, on the periphery. But, like, we were all like, oh, could something break out? Oh, totally. I mean, that's that's the the thing that you have to keep in mind if you're someone who we'd be making fun of in tweets. Um, if your f- movie didn't get nominated, it wasn't like ignored and like oppressed. It got votes. Like I'm gonna let you know a secret. Almost every movie gets some degree of votes. Like you know, I'm sure the tender bar was like 12 or something. People voted for it. You may think it's terrible. I think it's great. Somebody liked it. Like there's a there's a thing. Like. You'll never see the vote totals, but if you ever did, I think you would be stunned with how many films get nominated for things that you're like, come again? Just because people vote for their friends, people vote for their own things, and also people are human beings with taste that isn't yours. It's almost too bad that they don't put them out, like their top ten, so that that way people can see, wait, shit, that film that I really loved wasn't forgotten, it just, you know... It, it, it just by to be on the outskirts. Yeah. I would really, I, I agree. I would really like to see that. I think it's great for us. I think it would fuck up the campaigns. Yeah. I think there. I think people would lose money once they once they see that like, oh, all that money <laughs> and true. French Dispatch was eleventh in all of its category. Like it didn't come close. You know, and then you'd see like, oh, a movie that had no campaign like did better than it. Why are we spending money? So I think there's enough people who don't want it to happen. I agree. It would be fucking phenomenal. But that is uh, probably never going to happen. That is still one of my, like, goals is to have a relationship with the Academy to be able to be like, can I see one vote total somewhere of something? Either that or, like, out of the nominees. I'm always curious to see, like, you know, there's the winner. I want to know who the runner-up was. I want to know who was, like, the last choice. Yeah. Well, I mean, they – some people know. It's not just the person with the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, and especially after the fact, I'm sure there's another audit that goes on. So, like, that's why I never quite bought the um, the logic that was a that was a repeated conversation on on the uh, award circuit podcast of um, you know the Dark Knight caused all these changes, but like, was it six? Could maybe it was nine or ten? Like, I don't think they do the things they do in the aftermath and are still doing if that film didn't even come close. Well, I think the the thing with The Dark Knight is it's less about how close it was. It's more about the perception that it should have gotten in and it didn't cause them to make a shift to adopt more popular movies. They often didn't yeah. follow through on that edict, but that was the idea at least. Well, I mean, I think, I think so, you can tell that like the popular movie idea was clearly a thing to try to get the public interested. The expansion to 10 was some degree of that, but also to get their membership to go a little further, which is why I think it was definitely six or seven because they looked and went, oh, we can do this and we can get it. And then when they switched to the the sliding scale, it was still within that realm of like, okay, that extra nominee or two, like we can get things over the hump. And of course, as we've seen, the Academy will still vote for whatever the hell they want. Like when we look at the 10 here, the things that got added in are smaller films. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't think you can tell a, a voting body how to vote. And then also, 
as you get your voting body younger and more diverse and, and let's face it, a little bit cooler, they're not going to just go for like the big blockbuster thing. They're going to go for more drive my cars and parasites and licorice pizzas and just things that would, you know, in years past get some citations, but not in picture. Right. Well, because like, yeah, like probably the biggest the closest thing to a blockbuster out of the lineup this year would be dune but in a year of five there's no guarantee that would get in especially with villeneuve missing director spoiler alert but yeah that is uh (laughs) yeah i think it's very fair to say that was not in the top five we'll get to that shortly uh original screenplay belfast Kath Branagh, don't look up adam mckay licorice pizza paul thomas anderson king richard zach balen all that's going great except wait there's no aaron sorkin the worst person in the world takes his place. Hey. And listen, I love Sorkin. I love being the Ricardos. The worst person in the world is better. I, I can't be upset about that. I, as soon as I saw that that got in there, my immediate thought was, oh, Joey's happy right now. Oh, totally. And like it took a second to process. Cause I was like, wait, holy crap. Oh, being the Ricardos is what missed. Because I, if you recall, had been saying this. So my logic was right. My My choices were wrong, which is... I think in the long run, especially when I'm the boss and, like, no one's going to fire me, like, I take it as a win that, like, something here was going to miss and I had said it was going to be for something with no other nominations. And I was close, but I, I, I figured King Richard would be the one. I actually listened to Steve and his, like, King Richard's going to underperform. I, 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 still st- <laughs> I still stand by that. Fake news. It's ha- fake news. The votes the votes rigged. Yeah. King Richard didn't get any nominations. Um, but yeah, it was uh, Ricardo's who missed. So hey, um, when when Sorkin steps away and and you know and the 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 bitterness of, of not getting the nomination happens, I'm sure he's going to look at that the worst person in the world nomination and say, yeah, yeah, pretty well, damn sure pretty damn that. good choice. I, so I would I would venture guess say if he's seen that movie, he likes it quite a bit. Yeah. Because it's such a well-written movie. Exactly. Like, the written word is there. Like, I... Side note, my favorite response... So, I don't usually read a lot of the, like, Academy, like, congratulation, like, press releases from people. Because it's... You know, some of them are written by their publicists. And it's all the same. Like, I'm honored. Great. Um, I get it. Did any of you see the um, Kirsten Dunst one? Yes. That's, like, my favorite one of those I've seen in a long time. But one that she's like, listen, I was like feeding my kids and like, uh, you know, it was cool. And then like, oh, and then like Jesse got in, like spoiler, like, oh, that's great. Like, I'm having the best day. But someone asked, like, you know, what movies do you still have to watch for the Academy? She's like, I'm a member of the Academy. I've seen them all. Like, fuck you. I watched. I do my job. Oh, that's great. I thought that was phenomenal Um, because that's exactly the type of person, not her, but like a high level working actor or actress who you would be like, they don't have time to watch all these things. I just love the idea that they clearly like at the end of the day they get in the bed like okay well we gotta watch one of these movies are we watching Coda or Licorice Pizza pick one because we gotta do both and that's pretty cool yeah I agree um, we can skip the animated ones because we just we have nothing to say about them yet we will go over them when we're a little more learned you, you mean the shorts you mean the shorts yeah the shorts sorry because um, I saw an animated short and I haven't slept so <laughs> forgive me uh, supporting actor Miles you want to do this one um, you have it in front of you? Let's see. Uh, uh, I've got four out of f- No, okay, I can do this. Well, because I've got my list of predictions, and then I highlighted which ones I got right, but if they weren't in my 10, I don't have it on here. Um, I feel like they were, I feel like four of them were in your 10. Uh, so I got three out of five on this one. Um, right. So the ones I got, Kieran Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, 
Cody Smith McPhee for uh, Power of the Dog. You should have. Everyone should have gotten those three. Yeah, like I pretty self-explanatory. Um, I J.K. Simmons was my number seven for being the Ricardo. I, so that was. I uh, thought about it. We had a conversation about that where I said, "Watch out for it." I just didn't have the courage yeah, of my conviction. Here's my six. Yep. It's it's one that like even if he wasn't in most people's predicted five, he's not a surprise at all because he very much fits into the beloved character actor who they like to give and previous winner who mm-hmm. they like to just show up. And then, this is one of those examples where it would have helped if I didn't like the tender bar quite as much. Yeah, I, like, I, I think that Affleck, Affleck came close. I think Affleck came close. I think he was probably seven or eight. But the difference between being five and being eight makes a difference and obviously the other one was was uh bradley cooper which as we'll learn they liked that movie but i think they mostly liked paul thomas anderson yep yep yeah. interesting cooper was my uh, fifth yeah because oh go ahead cooper was my fifth as well and i still thought jamie dornan might crack it but it wasn't to he me. was there too i think that was those that was the group but the one that got in was not in my 10 and or anyone's it's not my favorite performance of his but i don't mind because i just love that he's a nominee now is jesse plemons for power of the dog oh, hold on hold on hold That's on very much i'm sorry Pl- uh, cooper was my fourth plemons was my oh. fifth so he was oh there was you go really yeah. okay well yeah and you still got 78 70 something yeah uh, well hold right. on no i i, I think I've, I've got to 78 and then i still have the short so say i get two per you know i'm looking at an 84 if that's right all right all right You've, you've jumped over miles, um, potentially. Um, yeah, Plemons is a is a hard one to predict, but that's a clear, like, um, and I, I don't mean it disrespect, but it's, it's a coattail nomination. It's people who love that film went for it in a bunch of different places, which is great. And also, I think that's very much the type of actor and type of performance that Best Supporting Actor is made for, but they never nominate. I like him more you know, than, it's, it's, I like him more than Smith McPhee in the film. I don't, I, you know, I said this last I mean, week. I, I, I stand by it. I, I still think he's a better performance. I, I, mean, I, I would always. That. I think he's been better in other movies. Yeah, I agree. Um, like it wouldn't out game of his night. career. It wouldn't be well. Game Night is one of the best comedic performances of all time. Fantastic. But um, yeah, like if I looked at his career, this is not the one I'd nominate him for. But it's one of those where I don't mind because now he's Academy Award nominee Jesse Plemons, mm. and that's. That's a net positive. And, and he deserves totally. that. And he's doing he a very specific thing that he does well. He is he's doing exactly what the movie needs him to do. Yeah. He he understood the assignment, as the kids say. And he does have um, that very sweet scene with Kristen Dunst right after they get married yes. that's like that's like such a sweet, like tender moment. That's like one of my favorite parts in the movie. And I think his interactions with, with Cumberbatch are good where he's like very soft, mm-hmm. but also clearly saying like you're gonna do what i say like at the end of the day like you will listen to me because we listen to each other but like you know when he gets in the bed and is like you gotta leave like leave we gotta like leave her alone like just it's a very like low-key version that you don't see in these movies and i mean even going back to like the irishman like it's not a showy part but he is doing exactly what that role needs Mm -hmm. and you need actors like that like he's I, i bring this up a bunch but like kevin smith coined it at one point like the marrow like these movies are better with actors like jesse plemons in them you need someone like that doing that type of performance 
for that type of role. You know what he's like? Like if someone went big, it wouldn't work. He's like the Phil Hartman of SNL back in the in the was it nineties? Yeah. Who came in and delivered and you don't always get the praise, but without him it falls apart. And yeah, it, it, it's exactly what he is. He's the Merrill. He is uh he's, that, he's fantastic. He's yeah, or if like if you if you're a sporto, if you like sports, he's that sixth man in the NBA or or the like setup man in the MLB, yeah, like a exactly. guy who is not the star but does a specific thing that you don't win without. Mm-hmm. You just need everyone to be doing their job. And like that's that goes to like the casting and like obviously um I love that when I went to the event in LA for this movie and they had the press conference, he talked about being like I don't I, I didn't think I wanted to do this. Like this isn't my thing. I wanted to be Benedict Cumberbatch. I wanted the lead. I don't really want to play this role. And, like, he kind of had to be talked into it because Jane Campion and then, you know, the casting director and the producer, like, see that, like, this is the role you can, like, you would be great in that other role, but, like, man, you don't realize, like, how perfect you are for this role. Just trust us that, like, I know it's not going to feel like the same kind of work, but people will understand. And, like, it, it worked out. It's it's such a strong top four that it really makes you respect the film even more because of just the quality of the performances straight through. If you strip away the cinematography, the 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 score, everything about it, just those performances, even if they don't work perfectly, which they, in my opinion, they do. Um, you know, like you said, he's like he's like the glue. He's the mortar between the uh, the brick. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic because his work, as as Miles had pointed out, his work with Dunst, his work with um, Cumberbatch, uh, just really tremendous. And I, one of my favorites of the year, and I'm glad I put him in the list, and I'm glad he made it. So, congratulations, totally. Mr. Clemens. There you go. One and one last thought on that is because um, I think the the popular logic for the much of the season was that Hines and Dornan would be the sort of two actors from the same film in the same category situation. Uh, And that was back when Belfast was the presumed front runner. So all four of power of the dogs, key players getting in, never mind like the nods it picks up elsewhere. It's hard to consider anything other than power of the dog to be the front runner at this point. Totally. Which we're going to get to, which we'll get to, but like this, this was the moment when I saw both of them in there is like, Okay, they're going all in on Power of the Dog. Yeah. Um, pin in that. Uh, film editing. Don't look up. Dune, which is Joe Walker, web interview on the site. Um, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. That's the one where I went, oh, shit, I think Tick, Tick, Boom might be getting a Best Picture nomination. Because I thought that, too. Expense. I had that exact same thought, and it yep. didn't happen. Came at the expense of Belfast, which was, I think, what most people, most of us had. Yes. Yep. Um, and then if you wanted to go like other than that, it would have been like came at the expense of like a no time to die or a, um, I had West side story in there. Exactly. West side story. I think, I think, I I guess tick, tick, boom was the most like went down easiest of the, of the musicals. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to, they don't usually go for musicals and editing in the same way that they go in other categories. I mean, I will say that like. As musicals go, Tick, Tick, Boom had a little bit more editing, like, just happening, like, the way it was presented. Some of that, I wonder how much of that was, like, um, helping Lin-Manuel Miranda along a little bit. Like, you can, like, maybe maybe without the editing, it would feel a little drier or feel a little less paced. So, like, it was tightened a little bit in the editing room, which, like, listen, plenty of way more experienced filmmakers would be garbage without a good editor. So well, that takes that nothing and, away from him. And that one has 
its framing device of sort of the stage performance concurrently with the main story, which immediately opens up possibilities for like a lot of dynamic sort of back and forth editing, which the film took advantage of. So. And if you didn't do that, because the, the framing device is so sort of static, I think you would notice it even more and it would be uh, like every time they switched, you would you would feel the length. And you don't really feel the length in this movie. Yeah, like there's a way to do that back and forth that would have felt very dry. And this is not a film that ever fell into that trap. I, I'm sad it missed on picture, but I think this is a very cool nomination. Totally. Um, uh, makeup and hairstyle. Oh, real quick. Yeah, I, I was disappointed by Belfast. I was, uh, after speaking with the editor, I was really a big supporter of that because uh, just her stories made me truly see what went into the making of the film but uh and also it's nice and short it's well paced like it's what you should be honoring like they told a story in 90 minutes that someone else would tell in like two hours but then you have those long static shots or you know static camera shots or uh yeah never lockdown shots uh yeah and it let you sit with those characters too i thought that was great um i i thought king richard was the surprise there um, that I'm like, yes. yeah, I did not I'm, have that in my I'm, five. I missed that one. Yeah, all. that was not on my um, list. What? There's one that wasn't in my ten. Hold on, it was Power of the Dog, Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard. What was the fifth? Oh, Tick Tick Boom. Tick, yeah, tick, tick, boom. I I don't know why I didn't have Tick Tick Boom in my ten because I love. I remember specifically loving the editing in that one. I don't know, but yeah, King Richard. I guess for like the tennis matches and stuff. I don't know. I guess. I guess. Um, makeup and hairstyle. I got all five, which in that category is hard. Let me tell you. Um, Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and the single nomination for House of Gucci. I got four out of five because I was trying to be optimistic about the Suicide Squad's chances. And I remember. I genuinely hate that we now live in a world where the first Suicide Squad is an Oscar winner and the infinitely superior sequel doesn't even get a nomination. I had th- oh, yeah. three out of five because two of my favorites didn't make the list, which were West Side Story and Cyrano. Yeah, Cyrano would have been a great Yeah, one. For the hair alone. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like it was just waiting there to be had, but oh well. I mean, I guess. it's one of those ones where you're like, I, I, I guess not enough of them saw it, but then it has that one nomination for you to be like, oh, you did see it. Yeah. Jerks. Um, animated feature, which I also, <laughs> I made a last minute change and got all five. I was very pleased. Um, Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchells versus the Machines, Raya and the Last Dragon. I went back to at the last minute because I'd had that. That was my five for the longest time. I swapped it out for Bell. Oh, I did the same thing. Same I just here. never swapped back, so that I got four out of five as a result. Same here. I I initially was going. I actually meant to. I made a mistake and lucked out. I had meant to switch to Sing Two because Sing Two had gotten everything, like all of the precursors, and I for whatever reason, must have not paid attention when I made the switch and went back to Raya and uh, go me. My subconscious got me a, got me an extra pick. Raya seems uh, like the solid. right choice for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised yeah, yeah, this, and I'm not disappointed. I just wish I would have uh, I think, gone with my gut rather than... I think some of Belle is just like the, the G-Kids mystique. Yes. So you just assume they're going to get in and, and you know... Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Well, and it's Whatever. and it's not uncommon that, like, you'll have a presumed animated five and then, like, on Oscar morning, like, a random international film that, like, wasn't on your radar that you'd never heard of sneaks in. Exactly. I think Flea really is what took that spot, though. Yeah, but I think Flea was already kind of presumed to be there, which I think was why I was trying to sort of stretch out and, and lean towards Belle. But, um, yeah. but I guess that does take that slot. Totally. Uh, documentary feature I, I struck out on. Um, 
because I got three. And again, only with a uh, last minute switch back to Attica. I'd taken Attica out and then I put it right back in. Uh, nominees were Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, Riding with Fire. The Rescue is the big miss. Yeah, I, I had had the I had had the first wave, but that was my like hunch that didn't work out. I'm I'm at a disadvantage here because I hadn't seen a single of the documentaries that were in contention, but um, I only got Summer of Soul and Flea. Um, you would like Val. You could watch that on Prime, I think. Yeah, I, I kept meaning to get around to it, and I never did. Yeah, I missed mm-hmm. two, and uh, and I went with the ones that I, I had seen, so probably a, a, f- yeah. a faulty way to approach it, but oh well. It's all right. Um, original song, I got four out of five. Nominees were Be Alive from King, Rich- King Richard with Beyonce now a nominee, um, enraging certain people. Uh, Dosa Regattas, when Lin-Manuel Miranda gets another nomination, that's Encanto. Down to Joy, Belfast, that's Van Morrison. Focus on the fact that I like Van Morrison music and ignore the fact that I think he's like a anti-mask nutjob. Um, no Time to Die, Billy Eilish and her brother, No Time to Die. And um, instead, I had um, Just Look Up, Same. which you Same think here. they would have gone to. Which I really uh, wish. Instead, That's the one nomination of all of that film that would have been great if they performed oh, yeah. it. Uh, 100%. It would be fantastic. But instead, they do the most Academy thing possible yes. and they once again put Diane Warren as the five in a category. Yeah. She is the queen of being the five in this category. What What is the so, film even that she was nominated for? Four Good Days. It's the one with uh, Mila Kunis and Glenn Close. When Mila Kunis is like a crackhead. And she comes home and she has to stay clean for four days to be able to get like methadone or something like that. How the fuck did they even hear about that movie to nominate it? <laughs> they didn't. They saw Diane Warren. Yeah. They, well, Diane, Diane Warren campaigned enough to get in. Oh, a... It's a fine song. Like I, When I was at Film Fest 919, they did a tribute to her. And they did, like, a laser light show to all of her music. And, like, it's a fine song. But it's just funny that, like, during the Q&A, um, I, had, I had sort of was explained to my girlfriend, like, she's been nominated a million times. She never wins. Like, oddly, she's never really close. And, like, they clearly love her, but not enough to give her. It's very weird. And um, Katie Rich was actually doing the, the Q&A and sort of brought that up. And, like, Diane Warren wants an Oscar. Like, she is clear about it. She's like, just give me a fucking Oscar. Like, like come on. And I just love that they keep going, like, Maybe, but also no. But come to our show. Um, very funny to me. Who wrote the Just Look Up song? Um, that I think Ariana Grande has a credit. Yeah, on it. I'm like that's where that's where the Academy needs to put that in there. Are you calling them? Are you calling them ages? No, I'm not calling them ages. I'm saying if you want to, you want to expand your your uh, your audience. Ariana Grande reaching out to her 70 million mm. Instagram followers yeah. and saying, "Hey, I'm performing on Sunday night." Would be a really good way to promote it. Diane Warren, totally not. I'm sorry, she does great work, but movie's not good. Well, well, there you go. So, so you know what? Make a vote once in a while that makes sense for the the future of the awards. And my daughters would watch just. For that they would say ariana grande is performing can we watch it and i'd say totally. go ahead but they're not um, saying that about I'm diane put you into, sorry i'm gonna put you into contact with uh, that person on twitter so you guys can uh get together and talk about this more. okay because i think you think you get a re- really get along <laughs> cinematography uh it's the asc5 go figure um dune nightmare alley power the dog tragedy Macbeth, west side story outsmarted myself uh, no, wait, it's not the ASC 5, right? Because Belfast didn't get no, it. No, Belfast did it. Was... Yeah, Bel- uh, I got four out of five. Belfast was the yeah, only one I got I had four out of missed. five. 
we all assumed that West Side Story would swap out with uh, Nightmare Alley if it did. Well, I, um, so I had Belfast instead of Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Or, or, so wait, yeah, I guess what you're saying. Yeah, I missed one. I don't know where it was. Uh, Belfast was my yeah, wrong. Yeah. I don't know who went in instead. The ASC5 was Belfast, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Macbeth. So we all were like, if West Side Story oh, gets Side in, Story. because apparently Janusz Kaminski and the, and the Guild have like a beef going on. So there's enough people like, well, fuck him, that he was going to miss. So I think it was just guessing which one. And like, again, you know, in the story, you're telling what your predictions. I don't know how you could have excluded Belfast, but they certainly did. Yeah. Well, that was my again, six. Not, a, not as strong of a contender as we thought. Yeah. International feature, I got four. Same. Nominees were Drive My Car, Flee, The Hand of God, The Worst Person in the World, and Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom from Bhutan. Which, here is a here is a thing I was telling Miles, that I am convinced to some degree there is a thing where if you're not in L.A. and you're, you're in some of the more insular conversations, you just don't know. Because that movie was completely unknown, I would say, three weeks ago. And then started popping up in sort of final predictions. And you just, you have to be hearing from enough Academy members that like, ooh, that one had a, you know, really interesting screening. Or even as simple as like, insert actor who you didn't associate with that movie loves it. Because like, when we get to Penelope Cruz, like, I think Laura Laura Dern was hosting a, uh, an event for her to like, try to drum up support towards the end. So like, you, you, you would have found out like, oh, Tom Hanks loves a yak in the classroom? And he's hosting a screening of that? Like, that's how these things happen. Also, the movie could be great. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I had a hero in that spot. Yeah, I, 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 heard, I heard that Asghar Farhadi movie is good, but fuck that. I'm going to vote for the Yak movie. <laughs> totally. And, like, listen, the Farhadi movie is good, but also he's made better. Um, and, like, again, like, I, I, I think, you know, if he had missed or Hand of God had missed, I think you could get over it because they, they've been there. As opposed to, like, if Worst Person in the World had missed or Drive My Car or Flee, like, you know, you really want to invite new people to the club, even if it's a smaller scale. Sure. Um, a hero would have been nice. Yeah. That was that was one of the uh, yeah, yeah. one that that didn't hit a lot of places. I was hoping it would, but it, every so often they they fall through the it cracks. It happens, and that's funny because that's an Amazon movie. They had money. Amazon Amazon didn't have a great day. Production design: Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Macbeth, West Side Story. I think I got four again here. Uh, I got three because I was predicting French Dispatch and Belfast instead of West Side Story and... Wait, hold on. I had Dune, Nightmare Alley, Macbeth. What was the fifth in production design? Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Macbeth, West Side Story. Power of the Dog. That's the big one I missed. I can, can I just say, like, I was hoping Tragedy and Macbeth would do a little better, but... You know, you can only hope for so much. But I think it's really cool that it got both cinematography, because it's beautiful, and production design. Because something about the minimalist sort of black box style that movie has put together, like, that's the kind of, like, thinking outside the box nomination that I like to see. Totally. It's like, when, uh, it's like when Kubo and the Two Strings gets individual effects. It's like, oh, they're thinking about this in a way that's not just what's the most lavish and elaborate thing. Totally. Like, I'm, I'm you know... I thought Macbeth was fine. Um, you know, it's not a movie that I gravitate towards. I thought it was a good version of that. And I'm just, I still wondered, like, who's that movie for? It's but for me. <laughs> it is. It's for you. But, like, you know, it's probably not for your folks. But here's the thing. That set 
is a really interesting interpretation of that movie. So there's no reason that you can anyone could be upset with that nomination. Yeah. But Visual yeah, effects. This this is a spot but, that French Dispatch like yeah. you would yeah. expect it to show up and yes. no dice. Yep. Uh, visual effects. Dune. Free guy. <laughs> um, which is not a bad nomination, no? frankly. But <laughs> you know, weren't expecting. Uh, no Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Spider-Man No Way Home. I got um, four, I think. No, three. I'm sorry. I got three. I missed Free Guy and I, I missed um, no, no Time to Die, I guess. I, I, I did the same thing because I had Godzilla vs. Kong and Matrix getting in. Same Matrix here. also I think that's, that might. I think we had the same five then. Yeah. Yep. I was. There. I had those five right. too. And now the, the big four, actress. So they go Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. And you, uh oh, not that she's bad, but again, that's like the first like if someone was going to be snubbed, that would be the easiest like sub out. Olivia Coleman, the Lost Star. Okay. And L.B. Cruz, Parallel Mothers. All right, she took someone's spot. And there's like a brief pause where you're like. Nicole Kidman being Ricardo, she didn't miss. And you're like, wait, how do they, how do they quantify Gaga? Like, is is she under G? Is she under L? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? Um, and then my mind is also racing. Like, who who has a last name after S? And I'm like, oh, is it gonna? Could it be Tessa Thompson? Could it be? You know, like I'm I'm like racking my brain to figure out like who. It's not going to be Francis McDormand now. It's not going to be. And then I heard Kristen Stewart yeah. Spencer. And I'm like, ah. That was the longest pause of, it felt like. It, it's almost like. It really it, did. They didn't know, but it almost felt like they knew to be like, this is one of the things people are watching for this morning. And I just want to say, this is a wide fucking open race now. Oh, yeah. There's no front runner. Anyone who tells you there's a best actress front runner is lying through their teeth. I think the least likely person to win is probably Jessica Chastain. Yeah, mm-hmm. just because there's an enthusiasm gap, but it has a second nomination. She hasn't won. Like, there's a case. It's a weaker case, but there's a case. Then it's probably still Kristen Stewart fourth, just because that movie clearly didn't hit with them except for her. But I, I mean, if Neon doesn't put a full fucking court press after this and like get her everywhere and like have her do every interview they're they're missing an opportunity because she could still win it's not super likely i think i think coleman is kind of like the three just because i don't know they also didn't seem to love that movie beyond the acting and the, the screenplay but you know if the one two is like nicole kidman penelope cruz nicole kidman missed most things and penelope cruz has nothing except the oscar nomination like suddenly you're going to get nothing out of um, BAFTA because if Gaga doesn't – no one there is nominated. Who cares? Like it just doesn't count. Um, Critics' Choice doesn't really mean that much, but suddenly people are going to pay attention to that one, which is another thing where I bet you like Neon really puts the screws to, to us to try to get that vote. And then SAG. So like Kidman, Coleman, Chastain are really banking on a SAG win and and Stewart's really hoping for that that – that critics choice win like i don't know i this is suddenly a very interesting category well, i'm gonna stick with my five 
that I went with for the nominations. I, I'm saying Stewart still won. Coleman two, Cruz, Kidman, and Chastain was my six, so she'll remain five. And also, if Neon is going to push Stewart, they're going to ask her to say, uh, ask her one thing: when they bring up uh, awards, uh, change the subject. So you want them? <laughs> change the subject. Yeah. Like I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I still maintain one of my favorite things in an interview was when I interviewed Steve Carell, I think it was for Foxcatcher, and I said something about campaigns, and he was like, yeah, no, I would I would love to be nominated. Like, it's a good thing to be nominated. Like, I don't get the people who act like it's pulling teeth. Like, you can kind of shrug it off as, like, it's not the end of the world, and, and, and that's fine, but, like, who doesn't, like, you're an actor. At some some form inside of you, you yearn to be told you're good by others. Like anything beyond that, and you're you're lying to yourself. So I I think there's a playing it a little too cool aspect sometimes. But this this race got very interesting. I again I would have been five for five if I'd stuck with my gut and kept Cruz in instead of Gaga. That was my five for the longest time, and then I I kowtow to the fact that Gaga was just showing up everywhere. Yeah. I um see I was going to move Cruz in, but I would have taken out Chastain, so it would have wouldn't have changed my outcome. Yeah, I, but, I yeah. put Gaga in just because I'm like, eh, it's, something has to land for that film. And yeah. I thought that that's where it would um, be, but oh well. Yeah, well, alas. Uh, best Actor, where I go five for five. Javier Bardem being the Ricardos, Bandit Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Yeah, I was still being hopeful about Peter Dinklage, but Bardem was the smart choice here. Yeah, that's fair. I, I hit five, but I was hoping for Dinklage and Cooper, but oh well. And Patel. I mean, I, I mean, Cage, but that was never going to happen. Yeah, oh, Cage too. Yeah, Cage yeah. would have been great. Um, Can you imagine just a surprise Nick Cage nomination like that? Oh, with oh, no buildup, that would have been amazing. That would be the, that would have been the, the nomination of the day, for sure. Yeah, and this I does kind of like solidify uh, Will Smith as the front runner with King Richard having a good name. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if Tick Tick Boom was in picture, then you could make an argument for Garfield like nipping at his heels. And I think he's still the number two, but at the same time, maybe Cumberbatch could ride on the power of the dog coattails as well. Cumberbatch is Cumberbatch is probably going to win BAFTA. Yeah, and that'll be interesting. Director Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Kenneth Branagh, Belfast. Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog. So far, so good. And then uh, Hamaguchi gets in for Drive My Car. And you're like, hmm, okay, so he got in. Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. You're like, oh, <laughs> Villeneuve is the one who misses. Wow. Um, in an ironic twist, uh, interview with uh, Denny coming to Awards Radar in a couple of days. So uh, I can't imagine what we'll talk about because it's not going to be the best director race. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. This is the one... Out of all the misses and the snubs that happened over the course of the morning, this is the one that really grinds my gears. This is the one that I'm genuinely upset about. Like, you know what really the man grinds directed, my gears? The man directed the fuck out of, like, a novel that was considered unadaptable. Never mind mm-hmm. that he's made, like, three of the best sci-fi films of all time back to back to back. And, like, I don't know. Like, the disrespect is unreal here. Indeed. Well, I had him uh, as my five because I honestly thought he was susceptible. I just didn't have the proper five in there. Or the I didn't I have mean, my six was not was actually Del Toro. So 
should I should I go with the real long kind of like remember when I was the holdout for the longest time I should have just kept holding out yeah. um, but no yeah alas and now complete the picture with best picture Belfast Coda Don't Look Up Drive My Car and you go alright Dune King Richard Licorice Pizza so far you're like alright this is about how I thought it would go Nightmare Alley and you go oh The Power of the Dog West Side Stories Nightmare Alley gets in over um, Tick, Tick, Boom, and Lost Daughter, and um, why am I spacing on the other one? Being the Ricardos? Yeah, Being the Ricardos. That's the one that, like, that missed first. You're like, oh, okay, all right. They're going to do something there. Which is weird that it gets BAFTA, I mean, PGA, but not this. Kind of inverse logic, but, you know, there we go. Um, Before we wrap up, though, I want to transition into a couple of the questions we had. Uh, Kayfley asked us, uh, which below the line category is the most stacked? So in terms of like preference, mm. I am going to say, I should say like director to be a dick. Um, and we're not going to count screenplay, right? That's that's above the line. Yeah, um, I would say that's above the line. I'm going to say sound. I like all the sound nominees. Belfast is a weird one, but it's great. Mm. Um, I would probably. I also know you guys aren't going to pick that one, so I wanted to do that one. No, I would have picked it if they had nominated like a Quiet Place or something. Yeah. Um, I might say editing or um, cinematography. Yeah, I thought really. I thought you were going to go production design. Actually, no. Uh, I'm going to go production design. Well, they miss French Dispatch though. I think we're kind of hitting on the ones that are the that were like yeah, that it's within that area. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to editing. I'll say costumes. All right. Uh, Kayfley also asks us: lead actress having no crossover to BAFTA lead actress. Is it because it's a deep leader, a fluke? BAFTA not having as much influence as it has in the past. The answer is yes. By the way, um, they don't have as much impact and as much influence as they do because of the way they vote. Also, it was a surprisingly like it got deeper as it went on, and also to some degree it's a fluke. But you know, just because of like if you look at, there's also not a crossover to um, Best Picture. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? No, just BAFTA not as important anymore as it's been made out to be. I think a lot of people were banking on certain details from BAFTA, and it's just, it's not as much of a factor. All right, cool. And then Ryan McDermott has a quick one for us before we wrap up. Which nomination or snub made you feel like the biggest idiot for not predicting correctly? Which one are you banging your head against the wall the most about? Mine is um, Penelope Cruz. Like, I, I saw it coming and just didn't make the switch. But like I said, I would have gone with Chastain as the swap, so it didn't really matter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've already said as much, but yeah, Cruz was in my five for the longest time, and I, I swapped her out due to peer pressure for a performance that isn't even that good, and it just I should I should have stuck with my gut. Yeah, yeah. My big mistake is my my last my sole missed best picture nominee, which is King Richard. I just I just had a feeling I thought with with Coda and Belfast in there the feel goods would be would take over and and uh, King Richard would slip out and something else would take over like uh, Tragedy of Macbeth, which is was my ten, and it didn't happen. So, oh well. My oh, narrative exactly. was just my narrative. Hey, gotta have a narrative. 
So let's wrap up with say where you can be followed. And Miles and I did this, so Steve will have to do this on the fly. Um, say your 10 favorite films that, or in Steve, because I don't know if you're prepared for this, I'm, do a couple I'm not prepared. that got shut out. Name a couple of your favorite films that got shut out. So, Miles, you can go first. Your list is right there. It's actually pretty easy for you to do. Yeah, I got to pull up Twitter real quick. Uh, you can find me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Miles on Film. That's M Y L E S on Film. Please check out my short films, American Exorcist and Once Upon a Dracula, both on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures and Chase Capo, respectively, neither of which got nominated this morning. Such a shock. But Um, didn't make your top 10. No. Well, you know. Yeah. I I know my limits. (laughs) Um, As far as favorites that got shut out, uh, Suicide Squad, In the Heights, Riders of Justice, French Dispatch, Pig, Matrix Resurrections, Malignant, Come On, Come On, The Last Duel, The Harder They Fall. Some of them, there was not really any chance for them to do anything, but God, how fucking chaotic would it be if fucking Malignant just showed up in there out of nowhere? (coughs) I mean, Gabriel's still in in play to host. Listen, it's, it's it's better than the Oscars deserve, quite frankly. I'm still on, I'm still on the Muppets train. I could I could rock with that. Get fucking it's Stat- totally get doable. fucking Statler and Waldorf to host. That would be amazing. That's the thing. It's it is doable. There's like a little bit of like movie magic they got to work with, but you could have them up its host if you Just had the balls. Statler. Yeah, notable notable um, ball filled characters, the Muppets. All right, Steve, are you furiously typing? Or are you ready? give me just ten seconds or so. All right, I don't have ten, but I have a a pretty good. This looks like you want to say where you can be followed first. No, I don't. All right, that's fine. Leave him alone. He's tired. Yeah, can't you I'm see? Tired he's and pooped. typing. Okay, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Filmstork. You can also check out uh, my podcast, which you can hear uh, and locate on Awards Radar. It's called The Verse, and it's fantastic, and it covers all the cinematic universe. Uh, all the cinematic universe content you need and more. Um, as for my films that did not receive a nomination that I would have loved to have seen, uh, Mass, Nine Days, Riders of Justice, The Killing of Two Lovers, The Last Duel, Pig, Red Rocket, uh, Benedetta, and The Green Knight. And I'm one short, nice. but I'll find that later. Yeah, you'll hear one of ours and mine and be like, ah, that yeah. one. Um, yeah, you can follow me at Joey Maggotson, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all that stuff. Uh, Awards Radar is on several things. And uh, my 10 are, I'll go from 10 to 1, just to switch it up. 10, Spiral. 9, Titan. 8, Ghostbusters Afterlife. 7, Shiva Baby. 6, The Tendaba. 5, Pig. 4, Zola. 3, The Suicide Squad. 2, Mass and one red rocket. Mm. There we go. So, um, you may well be hearing this a day early, depending on if Steve is awake. If not, you're hearing this at the normal time. Am I, so, am I awake now? That's true. You, me... you did this asleep, so you might be able to edit asleep yeah, too. I, I believe in you. Um, you'll also see on the site um, our Denny Villeneuve interview for something completely different. I spoke to Charlie Day recently, so that's a that's a nice change of pace. And um, I reviewed the newest Liam Neeson movie, as well as Charlie Day's uh, Jenny Slate romantic comedy. So uh, also, (laughs) probably should mention this, my predictions will be up on Friday. 
probably more important than Blacklight. But who knows? Maybe I loved Blacklight. I didn't love Blacklight. Um, in any event, that's where we're at and more to come. And uh, we were talking about this off air, but for the three of you who care, at some point when we have a light week, we're going to talk like 90s wrestling. So if any of you care about that, you can uh, prepare for uh, the New World Podcasting Order, I guess? Or is that like a Joe Rogan thing and suddenly I'm in trouble? Are we on Spotify? We are on Spotify. Be careful. I mean, listen, I did not... I'm looking at my... uh, my check from uh, advertising, and it's not for a hundred million dollars. So uh, I still have my uh, my morals. For a hundred million, I might I might not care what anyone thinks. Might sell. Actually, that's a question. Here, <laughs> Steve, for a hundred million dollars, would you care what anyone thinks? Um, shit. You know what? I probably would. Yeah. Miles. No, I'll take the million. Or hundred million. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I think you. I think I could do a I lot think, with a hundred million. Life's too short to care what anyone says. Yeah. Thinks. See, my hundred million. Just... I'm going to go back into the old. The, I'm going to bring up the family, but I would use a hundred million for my family. And if my family hated me because of the how I got my hundred million, then what's it worth? So that's yeah. how my thinking goes. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as your immediate people are like with you, oh, you can also kind of vanish. show me the money. <laughs> Yeah, as long as yeah, they're like cool if with you're it. if you're yeah. if your immediate family and like closest friends are like, listen, we will publicly denounce you, but privately we're still gonna hang out. It's cool. Like, just be okay with the fact that like Miles, we we're still good. Just remember that I'm gonna put out a press release calling you a monster. As long as you're okay with that, go. We're good. I know? can I can deal. Exactly. Like we'll, we'll laugh about it. Like as I'm saying it, as I'm like calling you uh, an affront to humanity, I'll be texting you back. Ah, isn't this funny? Um, but as long as we're, that's that's on board, we're good. Um, in any event, yes, wrestling, more Oscar predictions. We'll talk about how the season is uh, evolving. I, what's the next thing? Is it SAG? Is that the first uh, domino to fall? I think it might be. That's at the end of the end month. End of the month, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Critics' Choice will be on my birthday. I will be in L.A. for that. So um, it's nice of the organization to throw me a party. Though I, you know, don't have to travel across the country for it, but I will. So uh, look forward to my report from the West Coast. But in the meantime, we're, we're going to wrap up now because we all want to go to sleep desperately. I don't know if any of this made sense, but we do what we can. We'll be back next week. And uh, until then, um, don't complain about what didn't get nominated. Uh, recommend what didn't get nominated or watch what did. It's, uh, it's up to you. But, you know, be best. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content.